Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at thefreehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Lex and Dawn, after the show today, let's get some Freehouse takeout. My treat. Ooh, can we go? Because I'm starving. Jace, I'm thinking about, what is that sandwich that you always talk about and love? Oh, the Roto Bird Baguette. I'm not kidding. I love that sandwich more than anything. It is comfort food at its best. It is Roto Chicken. I love that. Basil mayo, Swiss cheese, arugula on a baguette, and you get some fries. Now, I would get the truffle fries, but as you say, Lex, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Yum. Jason, I need some comfort food, too. What do you have for me? Okay, let's see here, Dawn. I would do for you, perhaps, the Nashville Fried Chicken Sandwich. Yeehaw! Um, thank you for that. I love that, Dawn. A little mini pearl up on horror. <laughs> uh, maybe a Parmesan-crusted grilled cheese. Are we getting warm, Dawn? Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, and Lex, I'm going to get you one more thing, because I yeah, really... Yeah, another entree. Another... <laughs> you need another entree? I'm hungry. How about I hook you up with some steak and pierogies? Yum. Let's do it. (laughs) You are so hungry. You are so hungry. You just gave me yum. Yeah, the beautiful morsels at the Freehouse. And don't forget, guys, the Freehouse makes it so easy. They are open for curbside pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Go to FreehouseMPLS.com for the menu and more information. New information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt, dirt, dirt. During a routine water quality test at Oak Grove Lake in South Carolina, I saved this story for you, Kenny. Um, workers okay. found a whopping surprise, a nine-pound goldfish. Oh, I've been hearing stories about this. Yes. Where people just let them go. Yeah, so it's... And we have that problem right here in Minnesota, too. Nine pounds. It's 15 inches long. The That's average a weight. Monster. It's a monster. The average weight for a pet goldfish is usually 0.2 to 0.6 pounds. So yeah, yeah. they exactly what you said. Wildlife officials believe somebody dumped it in the lake when they didn't want it anymore, and clearly it's been eating well in its new home. And I asked that. I, I talked to an expert on this, and I asked the obvious question, and he said, "Well, it, it's like carp. You, you have to smoke it." 
Yeah, because they're not, they don't taste that great. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. You have to put it in the smoker for about a week and a half to, to, to tolerate eating it. Ew, yeah. gross. Okay, moving on. Here's a, uh, another story I picked for you uh, about a car. Post Malone, the rapper, he's selling his 2019 McLaren Senna XP. It's a master of oh. Monaco, which only yeah. one of three. Oh, the Senna mod- uh, model. How much? How much? Uh, well, it's over a million. Uh, it's at yeah. the DuPont registry right now, but uh, it goes, let's see, it's 60 miles per hour in 2.7 seconds. Yeah, um, that's nice. That's it's nice. a that's 789 great. horsepower twin turbo V8 engine. Hold on, I'm reaching for my checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. And it's just, you know, the interior has a flag that's stitched on the red seat's headrest with Master of Monaco underneath it. This is all uh, in honor of Arton Senna's... Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna, yeah. who yeah, won yeah. the race yeah. from 89 no, to 93. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So this is a really One special car. I wonder what it'll go for. I have no idea. One of Three. Oh, it's got to go up to three mil. It has to. Yeah. If it's one of three. It wow. only has 147 miles on it, and it uh, was purchased for 1.5 million when it was new. So. Um, and and who, who is selling this? Post Malone. He's a rapper. He's like a, you know, he has tattoos so on his face. Life yeah. is unfair. And I know. I know. Well, he's getting rid of it for some reason. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, what else do I have for you here? Oh, you're going to like this. Nicolas Cage is going to host a profane series called The History of Swear Words. It's going to be six episodes, 20 minute series. It's going to go into the origins, pop culture usage, science, and cultural impact of swear words. Um, That's delightful, and I love the idea, but really, Nick Cage? Really? Yeah. I think it's really tongue-in-cheek because the pictures I see are him in like a, in a smoking jacket with a pipe, you know? Oh, I <laughs> yeah. see. Okay. It debuts like on January 5th. Exactly. Thing, right? Yeah, so, you know, because he can pull that off. My initial thought was Sean Penn should be doing this, somebody that you know has a very salty mouth. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's the latest. There you can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Giddy up, jingle up. Pick up your feet. Jingle around the clock or whatever. Rock. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. You're here. And we're grateful. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Uh, before I forget, because this just popped up and I can't find my damn pen and I need to write things down. Anyway, I'm going to forget this. You know what drives me nuts? And I don't think I'm alone, but we've never discussed this. And, and maybe when I say this, I have a feeling one of you, Kenny isn't on Instagram, but I just have a feeling, Dawn, mm-hmm. that this small thing in life irritates you as well. All right. Give it and to me. And that is the following. You know how on Instagram, my talkers, when you're scrolling and somebody posts like the corner of their ear and then you scroll some more and that same person posts their shoulder. 
And then that same person posts a square of their back. What? And then that same person and all of them form a picture on their Instagram main page. It's so irritating. Mm. Um, Taylor Swift is doing it right now. Oh, let me check out what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not describing it real well. No, I get what you mean. Each square of... Of, uh, so she's doing like nine individual posts to form one picture, Kenny, on her yeah. main page. But yeah, you have to go through it. you have to go through like 12 photos as you're scrolling. It's like, oh, look, a strand of hair. Oh, look, the nape of her neck. And it's like, what the hell is this? And you're getting inundated with 40 million posts from one person i'm only picking on t swift because she's doing it now but everybody does this and it's shouldn't if you do this shouldn't you just have your instagram rights revoked you should you should just be pulled right right away right away i had an instagram for a week jason and (laughs) at one point like i started it on a monday and by friday i looked at it and said well all this stuff is nobody's business what am i doing why am i letting people in people don't i I don't want people seeing this or talking about it or sending and so i just deleted it and the same thing with my facebook i had a facebook for about three days and finally three days in it's just like what am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's a cesspool of crap. What has yeah. happened to me? You know, oh, yeah, no, so, no, I just, I I'm, ba- I'm only on Facebook for work purposes, and, yeah. and I'm not even that. Um, hashtag, that's why Q's here. Uh, I don't even, I, I don't. Oh, Don, Kenny, Don sent a picture to us to so explain the grid thing, it but. Is. And again, oh, I'm not. It just sounds awful. I'm, I'm not just picking on T. I'm T. I love you. I love a Taylor Swift. She just did it today, which sparked my memory of an Instagram uh, uh, annoyance. Uh, this, the, you know. I think she did it wrong though, because her right shoulder too. is on the left hand of the frame over yeah. here. Yeah. That, which is uh, funny to me. And I would never have the patience to do that. Don crafting 12 separate posts that you have to get exactly right to form one picture. Hell, I can't even post one post correctly sometimes. Yeah. Um, with formatting and making sure the pictures in the frame. This is an an obvious sign that you have too much time on your hands. (laughs) You need to get a job or a hobby or yeah volunteer at a soup kitchen or something something (laughs) give back a lot of good stuff she she does but but yeah no it is kind of um i would dare to say self-indulgent like my the back of my the nape of my neck is just as important yeah the front of my face look at every aspect of me and now Speaking of self indulgence, love me. Oh, oh we're not alone. We're, we're getting tweets. See, I knew I was going to hit on something. Daniel uh, Hodgson said, This all in caps. This drives me blanking nuts. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Daniel. I, I thought I thought this was one of those un, unspoken things that people are irritated about, but they can't put to words or they're not like us and have a radio show. So that's why we're here, everybody, to help you. That's why we're here. You're welcome. But anyway, yeah, you're you're very welcome. Oh. And by the way, you're welcome for this. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing in the background is delightful music today from Kmart. I found this on the YouTube. I thought it would bring some holiday joy to all of you. Underneath our velvet voices is the actual music loop 
played in Kmart stores in the 70s and 80s. If this doesn't take you back to the days of blue light specials and Dawn and I begging for the latest toy, (laughs) I don't know what will. Did you... Dawn, you had the, you had Kmart's in dirty old Missouri, oh, didn't you? Yeah, I sure yeah. did. Absolutely, I can see where it is right now. Me too. It's right across from the Battlefield Mall. Really, there's an Office Max next to it. I believe it's still there. We just Battlefield had, Mall. Yeah, Battlefield Mall was the premier mall. There was there was another mall on the north side of town that well, a lot of the stores were closed in there, and it was kind of scary. But uh, Battlefield is, Mall was the place to be. Is Missouri? South of the Mason Dixon line? Why would it be called Battlefield? Well, there's there's battlefields all over because a lot of this uh, Civil War battles happened oh, in, well, in Springfield. Well, you've lost me for the entire program now. Now, now you got to look it up. Yeah, Missouri Kenny, the Civil no, War. there's only three Talk of us today. Tomorrow. Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> I'm off to dirty old Missouri. There's a town called Battlefield right next to Battlefield or Springfield. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, good old Kmart. Well, and mine, Don, talking about geographical references uh, used as naming uh, for naming purposes, my Kmart in glorious Michigan City, Indiana, mm-hmm. was at the Dunes Plaza. Yes. Oh. Named named Dunes. after the glorious Indiana Dunes State Park. Because, yes, oh. it may be Essie, Indiana, but the only redeeming thing about our state is the fact in the part that I grew up in, northern Indiana, northwestern uh-huh. Indiana, sure. we had we had beautiful sand dunes as what? high. Oh, yeah. Mountains. I don't know about that. Well, I don't let's even take know what a, you're talking about. Well, let's take a break and I'll tell you all about oh, it. It's 713. <laughs> back after this, everyone. How perfect that this song brings us back. You're a monster. This is a quality Grinch. Quality. The best. The best. best. Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on My Talk. Everything everything Entertainment. Coming up in a little bit, my husband forced me to watch the Matthew Morrison live NBC musical of The Grinch. Um, I'll just give you a preview. I said it earlier. It was like watching heartburn unfold. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, we were talking uh, about our childhood homes because I wanted to bring some holiday cheer to everybody. Um, A little throwback. So I dug into the YouTube vault and I found this guy who worked at Kmart and he uploaded the music loop played in Kmart stores in the 70s and 80s for the holidays. And it just immediately, as Dawn said earlier, you can picture yourself walking around. Just walking around and getting a Slurpee and some popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Kmart had rest. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Restaurants, did yours have a restaurant in it, Don? No, in- it just had a little Slurpee station and maybe like some hot dogs you could get there. It was oh. kind of like... Well, maybe not even hot dogs. Maybe Ours some nachos. I know what it had. It had nachos with that pump cheese. Oh, that gross, disgusting Delightful. pump cheese. Delightful. Delightful. Ew, kidding. You can use, no, can you can use right. that stuff to patch. You can patch holes in your roof with that stuff. It's great. Yes. <laughs> it's gross. Who knows what it did to your intestines? But it doesn't matter. Oh, pump cheese and was those the best. Chips are awful too. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like something horrible. that you get when you're at some other kid's <laughs> ball game yeah, that yeah. you're like, I don't even really want to be here, but I'll soothe yeah. myself with this awful. Like going to nachos. Shelbyville. That's what their chips are over in uh, Shelbyville. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we talk about it. so Dawn had a Kmart. In her town, dirty old Missouri. Yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah, and you're, it was in the. And Kenny, we got to get this right. No, but Kenny, we got to get it right. Prestigious Battlefield Mall. Yeah, it was across the street from the Battlefield Mall, south side of town. That's right. Uh, it wasn't the skanky one across uh, the other side of Dawn's <laughs> yeah. town. But in mine, in Michigan City, Indiana, was in Dunes Plaza. Uh, that's also where the movie theater was that I worked, Dunes Plaza Cinema. Anyway, so I said uh, it was named after the Indiana Dunes, the Indiana Dunes State Park, which proudly was the only good thing about our area of the country, other than the good men and women who make up the steel industry. Um, yeah, that's funny. I'm looking at it right now, yeah, and right next to Dunes National Park is a big... It looks like a mill and a it harbor, yep. and yep. there's yeah, yeah. The steel uh, that in that air, that part of the country is one of those. I'm not going to get maudlin, I promise. But it, it is one of those kind of forgotten areas where you know, in the '60s, '70s, and then in the '80s, there started to be a decline. It was really industrial. All of my, it was the personification of that middle class dream where you yeah. can make a great living. I mean, my dad was a truck driver, and and we, I never wanted for anything. I mean, we were we were the epitome of middle class. And uh, and and all fueled by the steel mill. My uncle Leslie still works at Bethlehem Steel. I don't know really? if it's still called that. Yeah, I don't know if it's still called that. But he still works in the mills, and he has since I was a kid. And now the dude has to be in his sixties, has to be, or even older. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I Don, I can't. I, I I love that you didn't know this, but yeah, when you think of Indiana, you don't really think of dunes or sand dunes. I mean, this um, beach is. Really nice. Oh, it's I like wish Mexico. Oh, I wish Colin was up because no, one of my favorite memories of my of my relationship with Colin was the first time I took him to my hometown. And um, you know, when you grow up somewhere, you, it, it's like uh, you know you have blinders on. You don't really take advantage of things that were there because you live there, and yeah. it, it, 
it ceases being exciting. But Colin was like, oh, my goodness. He had a view of of Lake Michigan beaches. He didn't realize that they were actual sand beaches, like on the ocean. Yeah. I mean, and this I is said, a great yeah. vacation for people. Oh, it's um, Al- Allie Kaplan and I. <laughs> Allie Kaplan actually found this great website where I think they've done it a couple times. Allie Kaplan's family rents a beach house yeah. uh, in my hometown during the summer, and she's done that a couple times because uh, the Lakeshore Drive in my hometown, I, I know people will laugh, it reminds me of Malibu. I mean, um, the streets, the community, the beach, the beachiness of it. It's like you're, you're on the West Coast. Um, the beaches in Lake Michigan uh, in my near my hometown are stunning. The dunes... Uh, they're legit. I mean, the uh, the biggest one is called Mount Baldy, and I've referenced it on our show before. We used to take field trips there, and if you stood, we used to stand. If you stand on top of Mount Baldy, you can see the Chicago skyline oh, wow. from from my hometown, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's just I didn't appreciate it when I lived there when I was a kid. But if if you guys, you know, when we're on the other side, or even not, I mean, it's a car ride. It's a, you know, it's an eight hour car ride. Oh, nine that's hours. not bad. No, but ninety four runs right through Michigan right, City. So yes, it does, Kenny. The, the whole time. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, no, I would recommend you do ninety uh, ninety four to ninety back to ninety four. Right. But that's just me. <laughs> um, but. Um, but no, Kenny, it is, uh, and Don, uh, anybody oh. listening, if you're looking for a great weekend trip a and, great you've, idea. and you've done Chicago, go to a house rental website and rent a house like it's called Michiana Shores. That's kind of the area. Or just put in Michigan City uh, Beach Houses. Rent a house for your family. You will have a great time and it will remind you of being on the West or the East Coast. Um, I'm looking at some of these homes on Lakeshore Drive, Jason. Yeah. You're right. This is Malibu. Oh, I mean, it's, the water's it's, coming right up to their deck. This is awesome. Oh, it's nice. Colin, yeah, Colin was like, oh, we're driving down Lakeshore Drive. And Colin's like, this is Michigan City? And I said, yeah, I mean, you get you get away from the Lakeshore, and Michigan City's very different because, again, it collapsed when industry collapsed, mm-hmm. if I'm bringing the story full circle, you know, when industry started going away, like companies like Solaire um, and a lot, uh, you know, there was a giant tape company, Arnold Tape in my um, in my hometown. When those industries started to crumble, uh, the town crumbled. Um, uh, it turned into a retail uh, and tourist destination that really fuels mm. the town now. Um, and that really can't. You know, it's retail job. So uh, the median income went down. Uh, you know, it's it just very sad because I sure. that that town uh, could be fantastic. And it is fantastic um, because of the access to the lakeshore. But anyway, um, I'll stop droning on. But if you to button it up looking for a weekend spot, go to my hometown. You can you can get some beach houses for a nice rate if you split it with friends sure. or family. Yeah. There are some houses that you can get for uh, 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 not a lot of money and provide a great family weekend on a beach. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm looking at them now on uh, VRBO, which is like Airbnb. Uh, You know what it reminds me of? It's really beautiful. It has like a New England look to it, the houses. And at the same time, the charm of like... Uh, up in the UP, like all the lighthouses. But then you have a beautiful beach that looks like... It looks like, you know, you're 
in a tropical situation. So yeah. really or, beautiful. Or Nantucket. I mean, it does. Mm-hmm. It's so. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Six. Uh, I'm sorry. Seven twenty six. Uh, as I referenced. <sighs> the Grinch musical. We'll we'll discuss when we return. The Carpenters bring us back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis has the day off. Dawn and Kenny do not. Welcome to my world. It'll be this way through January. Yep. I'm thinking about taking a little trip to Michigan City, though. Like uh, in Dawn, the winter, even in the winter, it would be yes, pretty. Yes, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's and uh, I'll direct you. I'll guide you. Um, it's it's lovely. It really is. Yeah. Um, you know what's not lovely is when networks <laughs> is when networks ruin classics. Um, I hate that, and it happened last night. Um, NBC continued their tradition of doing live musicals. Come on, guys. Which, okay. that, that Stop I mean, it. Stop it. it we was, hate it. It was really cool for a couple years. And now, no, no, no. Um, they did the Grinch musical. Yeah. Um, with Matthew Morrison. And I don't even, I honestly, this is a a, a lazy sentence to say, but I honestly don't even know where to begin with the dumpster fire (laughs) that was this production. Oh, boy. Um, Was this coming live from London or was he just rehearsing in London? I think it was coming live from hell. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dante's Inferno. Dante's okay, live from hell. It's the Grinch. I did. Colin, can you call? I need help with this. I, I'm going to admit that I need. Uh, you know why I need Colin is because Colin is a. I've said this. But Colin loves musicals. Colin is a theater guy. Um, he was in theater. He loves musicals. You know, if you get into his car at any random time. And this is really cute and charming. He probably has a musical soundtrack oh, that's on, in his car. He so he is a way better judge at these things than than I am. And I got home. I dropped Dar off. We had her over, uh, and I got to tell you about that too. I have an app fab. We had her over, and you'll find out why. And I was taking. I came home, and it was already in progress. And I just, I, I, I looked at Colin's face, <laughs> and I could immediately know. Okay, cool. There he's he calling is. it. Um, I could immediately sense something was wrong, and then I looked at Dexter, and Dexter was packing his suitcase. So I just thought, <laughs> <"Here's> <laughs> Colin. okay, yeah. Hi, um, Colin. Hi, Colin. Hi. Colin, I need help because again, you're the musical guy. You you watched more than I did because you started while I was taking Dar home. Encapsulate it for the audience. <laughs> you, your biggest problem, and there are so many, but the biggest problem with last night. Oh God, how do you put that into words? I don't even know. Um, yeah. Well, you said it. Your first sentence to me, you said it was like bad. Like you said, community theater is better than than what was on screen on the Peacock Network. That can't be good. Yeah, it was not good. Like it felt really forced. Mm-hmm. And oh I mean, yeah, it's tough because 
it is all Dr. Seuss, so it's kind of childish and everything has to rhyme, which I think might limit how I think a good actor could still do it, though. But it felt like they were just, I don't know, Phoning reading in the it. lines because it was all rhyming. And the, the costumes and the set, Uh-oh. everything just felt real cheap. Like Matthew Morrison's costume, everyone. I, and I said this in a passing barb last week when the promo was unveiled, but I am not kidding. The queens on RuPaul's Drag Race do better costuming than what we saw last night. Matthew Morrison's costume was literally like a jumper, a furry jumper. Um, and this isn't a slight, but I'm saying it looked like green Donald Trump hair. It looked like the president's hair, but green because it was perfectly quaffed. So, and that's not how the Grinch is supposed to be. And his prosthetic on his nose looked like something Dr. Pimple Popper should remove. It, I mean, just my, from the my thing with their prosthetic noses was if you're going to give them a prosthetic nose, then make it look like a who knows. But yes. it was so small that it was like I you had to strain your eyes to be able to tell, is yes. that a prosthetic nose? Or did they just paint the tip of their current nose yes. a different color? That's what it looks like. It looks like it's just like a boop. You know what I mean? Like a so, little... And some of them were like that, but some of them actually had prosthetic noses. But they were so small that you couldn't even tell that they had been like turned up and, I don't know, it was like super weird. Like all people should have, right. Yes. yes. And... Colin, the, the word forced, I'm so glad that you said that because that uh, this is one of the problems. I can't find the words for it, but you're right. It was like they tried so hard to do the music in the essence of Seuss that it was like, oh, my goodness, it was just too much. I, I, everything rhyming for two hours. It was like, oh, my, just. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought all the songs sounded the same, too. Yes. And they weren't very good. It was all. And I think because they had to keep that rhyming and like that, you know, that b- measured beat that they couldn't do anything different. So every song sounded the same. Oh, no. And then, girl, the most embarrassing and kind thing. Of talky. Yes. One of the most embarrassing because it is live. And, um, you know, Matthew Morrison is in, in a lot of the scenes, obviously, because, hello, it's the Grinch. He started melting. Like his green makeup started melting on his neck, oh. so he was the Grinch. Um, he was the Grinch until about his Adam's apple, uh, and then his Caucasianness. Oh no, yeah. man, that is like elementary stuff. Because I I played the Wicked Witch many yes. times, and I bought my own super high quality sweat proof makeup that like they use on the wicked tour because i wanted to look good yeah (laughs) no like that's that's kind of shouldn't happen at this level right by the scarf line if matthew would move a certain way it was like oh look there's there's mr glee like you have to get in your ears and everything it's gross it's hard to get off but so We're talking to Grinch if you just tuned in. Yeah, Somebody from the Washington Post did an article that was like, it's titled Readers I Tried. Because they're like, listen, we all wanted to hate this. And I went in with an open mind because everybody wanted to hate it before it even aired. But they hated it. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And, And Colin, maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth. 
if you would have liked, you went in, I think, open-minded. If it was good, you would have been like, you know, Jace, this ain't bad. Yeah, I usually trust my gut. I love musical theater, and I'm always willing to give it a chance, and I would love it to be good. And I'd have no problem saying if it were. But every year, NBC gets me to watch, and then it's a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Horton Hears a Who, that musical? It's a Dr. Seuss musical. I have. It's I like so that good, one. right? Yeah. Seussical, the musical. It's, yep, it's great. That. Yeah. This is just, I don't know, painfully bad. Painfully and, and bad. I don't know what he was doing. The way oh, that yes. Jack Morrison was speaking drove me nuts. Like, everything he would do was, like, breathing through his teeth. And hey, he, was, he was, I don't know, sounding like he was trying to be, like, this 1930s smooth, like, you see here, kid, we're going to do, you know, oh. it's just weird. Oh, no. Again, Kappa, he just, everything was me, like, Kappa. come here, Max. Come here, Max. We're going to ruin Christmas for the kids. And it was like, okay. Okay, and and all I'm thinking is there's aerosols going everywhere out of your prosthetic mouth. Everywhere you're you're spitting it just by talking like that. <laughs> anyway, weird. Yeah. Um. So didn't don't waste your time, everyone. If you have it on demand, just go ahead and delete it out of your library. <laughs> Kyle, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. 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 A much more pleasant conversation than uh, the Mathesons had yesterday on our broadcast. <laughs> right. I just would like well, to notice. It turned it's, itself around there. It was, it was, it was d- delightful. <laughs> That's right. It was the princess cake last night. Yes. Uh, 741. We're going to take a very small break when we come back. Hello, Clarice. Dawn <laughs> has dish on a Silence of the Lambs TV show. I am so intrigued. We'll talk yeah. about that on the other side of this. The legend herself, Dolly Parton, bringing us back. No better person. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, Dawn, I just looked at the caller. I'm so glad this caller is here because I just got a similar Facebook comment. We were talking about NBC's horrible uh, Grinch musical. <laughs> and I'll and I'll just let the caller say it because I, sure. I got a mirrored message on Facebook that I was going to illuminate. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. We have Rachel on the phone. Rachel, you had something to say. Yes, I just wanted to share with the listeners that decades ago, um, the Grinch was actually created here in Minneapolis with Dr. Seuss at the Children's Theater Company. Yeah, and Rachel, and Rachel, it was so funny. Jessica said, uh, somebody else named Jessica wrote me and said, the Grinch at our own children's or Minneapolis Children's Theater is thousands times better than what NBC did last night. And I said, yes, because I've seen the Grinch at the Children's yes. Theater. And it is fantastic. So, Rachel, I'm so glad that you said that because I was, you read my mind. I was getting ready to put a bow on and it. And she so. had a text thread going with former employees and employees because she was involved. Uh, I don't, do you work for them? Are you? I, I used to work sure. for them. And um, we were just saying, like, CTC's production makes the sleigh fly and Max fly. And it's like, how can NBC not make them fly? Thank you. <laughs> yes. 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 I forgot about that. Yes, they didn't. Max was like, it looked like he was having a seizure. It didn't even, uh, they tried to make him fly. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, we could go so on So you guys and on. didn't like it either. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, it, it was really great to see theater on TV because everyone's missing the art so much mm-hmm. right now. Absolutely. Um, so we were definitely appreciating that. Just um, We were like, why did they pick the CTC's cast? Because it really is magical. So next yeah. time they do it, people should go see it because it's really fantastic. It is. Rachel, thank you. What a perfect way to yes. button this up. I'm glad that you did that. Thank yeah, you, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Have a good morning. Thank you. Happy holidays. Right. Happy Bye-bye. holidays. Um, she's absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, the the show itself isn't, I mean, I, now the music, I, this is just personal. The rhyming for two hours, I did want to, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that's not my cup of tea. However, I totally forgot about the Children's Theater Company. And the Dr. Seuss was here. And yeah. created it there with them. So, yes. But they did modify it. She told me that off the yes, air. They, yeah. That they ch- took out numbers and they were disappointed about that. But you have to yeah. fit it into a broadcast so that makes sense. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And she's right. Look, it's great to see art on TV. Sure. I just wish NBC would have made good art. <laughs> right. 7.49. Um, okay, Dawn, give us the skinny on the Silence of the Lambs TV show. Yes. So, CBS. TV? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Kenny. there's already a TV series called Hannibal, and oh, so that's good. had great reviews. Oh, Brian God, Fuller's it. version of this. But some of the sequels to the movie Silence of the Lambs haven't been that great. There have been a fair share of sequels out there. Well, the latest sequel is a series that CBS is doing, and it's called Clarice. And it's following Jodie Foster's character, Clarice Starling. And it's being played by um, somebody from the cast of Pretty Little Liars named Rebecca Breeds. So she's a youngin, and uh, it is set a year after the uh, that she has her horrifying interview with... Um, so Yeah, so a Hannah year Rector. after the events of uh-huh. Silence, that book. Yes, right, that's Dawn? correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's why it says uh, CBS... Uh, most of the trailer is just... It's just a very short trailer here, and I'll play it for you. Um, it has a little bit of... Of dialogue in it, but uh, it says the silence is over. Clarice coming to CBS on February 11th, 2021. What do you do with all your rage? Clarice. That's it, really. A lot of images in there, but what do you do with all of your rage, Clarice? Oh, okay. Well, I eat it away. <laughs> oh, she wasn't asking me. No, it's fine, Kenny. It's, we, we care. We care about you, Kenny. Oh. Hey, uh, I, uh, I... We were around then. Our show was. Yeah. Uh, Don, you weren't with us. I was a champion. I loved, loved, loved Hannibal. Um, really? It w- oh, Kenny... Um, it didn't deserve to be on NBC. It deserved to be on HBO. Oh, it was good. it was too good for NBC. I'll have to watch it. Oh, it, it, the the tragedy of Hannibal is what I just said. If it was if it was at a cable network or right. now streaming, it would have excelled because they could have pushed the boundaries even they could have done even edgier storytelling Mm -hmm, right now now look i will give nbc credit um look they allowed a lot on hannibal that you never had seen before on network tv so i'll give them a tip of the hat for taking a chance but 
Oh, my goodness. If Hannibal would have been on Amazon or Netflix, because it was, it was, it was, it's like Twin Peaks in the fact of, and, and not as good as Twin Peaks, but what I mean by my, my comparison is, it was, it's ahead of its time for network TV. It, it doesn't, it, it can't be on network TV. Yeah. I say all of this because this is what scares me about Clary's. This looks, I'm looking at the visuals, the, the photography looks just like Silence mm-hmm. of the Lambs. But I, I hope it's not going to be hobbled by the vanilla-ness of network television. I hope that the censors and the blandness mm. that sometimes comes with restrictions that network TV yeah. imposes, I hope they don't ruin what could be a great crime show. Well, one of the creators, Alex Kurtzman is his name, he told The Hollywood Reporter that she really has a unique, amazing psychology. And part of why Silence of the Lambs was so wonderful is that the movie puts you squarely in her shoes so they're really sticking closely to her personal life in this series she's going to return to the field pursuing serial killers and sexual predators in the washington dc area so it sounds like they're going to keep that very close you know you felt like you were right there with her yeah you know like as a friend holding her hand going through dark corners you know and just her breathing and the very intimate way that they showed her fear i think was one of the great things uh, about the way it was filmed so i think that from what this guy says um you know it sounds like they're going to keep with that theme uh, remember the exorcist tv show that was so good on yeah. fox yes, and it was. they did a great job and that they was did. really scary so hopefully it it's um so. hopefully it uh, lives up to sort of that that uh fame there benchmark yeah because this isn't my genre you guys know that but this cuz i i love i've i've read the books um which is oh. shocking all by itself i know shocking jason reads um <laughs> oh. but i've read these books and i i'm obsessed with the silence of the lambs franchise i love it it's one of my favorites so if I drop a fun fact on you, you probably already know this, and you've probably already talked about it on oh. the air, but I just discovered this a couple of weeks ago. Jodie Foster never really met a- Anthony Hopkins because she was working on another uh, film prior to Lambs, and by the time she got on set, Hopkins was already in full weirdo mode, <laughs> yep. and she never really met him. And nope. She he basically just freaked her out. Yep. Wow, the, cool. Kenny, you're absolutely right. And he debuted, he wouldn't let anybody, including director Jonathan Demi, he wouldn't let anybody hear Hannibal's voice until Jonathan Demi said action on the first day of filming. Brilliant. And Anthony Brilliant. debuted that voice. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, such a good movie. Ha- uh, Clarice on CBS in February. We'll be right back. Oh, 